So, Coach, we're going to try to well, – one of the, one of the you know, negatives to having you on today is all the questions you got yesterday. So we're going to try to ask them a, a, a little bit differently so you don't have to repeat yourself because I thought you went into very good explanation. But one of the things we're just looking for definite clarity on because Steven said, yes, I'm very confident. Yesterday you said, yeah, I had a positive conversation with Jerry. Have you talked with Jerry about definitely coming back next year? Was that a conversation? Oh, I mean, absolutely. It's uh, no, we didn't have. I mean, I'm full speed ahead. I mean, our our whole conversation was, you know, obviously we talked about the disappointment of the game um, and the things that went into the game, and uh, but you know, uh, the majority of our conversation was about aligning all the positive um, things that we have and, and and how we're moving forward and the direction. Obviously, we have some things going on with our, you know, with our staff with both uh, Dan and Kellen with interviews, uh, but yeah. Our conversations have all went up, but, you know, full steam ahead. I mean, I, I think I, I get that you have a job to do and everybody has a job to do and, and how certain opinions go. But uh, yeah. at the end of the day, um, you know, internally, we're we're full speed ahead. The exit interviews with the players I um, were, were phenomenal. Uh, it's, you know, trust me, we're, we're all very, very disappointed uh, that, that you and I are having this type of conversation today uh, because we all – Felt that uh, you know what we accomplished during the regular season, we we really posed ourselves uh, for a playoff run. So, uh, but it also is a, a harsh uh, reminder how tough how tough it is to win these games. And you know we we didn't uh, we didn't play well enough to win. So, job status just never came up. It's just planning ahead, talking about the game that just never came up between you and Jerry. Yes, no, we, we we talked about every everything that you know needed to be talked about. So, coach, what surprised you the most about the Niner game? What surprised me? Yeah, were you like I I wasn't accounting for this. I I really can't believe this happened. Was it the physicality early on? Was it was it the penalties? Even though it was it was an issue throughout the year. Like, what 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 surprised you the most about about the way that thing ended? Um, I wouldn't say I was. I, mean, I wouldn't say I was surprised. I mean, it's you know, we we were clearly prepared um, for the type of game we we're going into. Um, but I, I think that you know uh, the penalties definitely didn't help us, uh, especially on offense uh, mm-hmm. with the with the second. I mean, I just look at our second down situation. I, I don't know if it's ever been that poor on offense that I, that I could recall. I, th- I think we had uh, what eight second and ten pluses, mm-hmm. or second and tens, and we had four. Second and twenties. I mean, that that's a obviously tells you what we did on first down. So yeah. um, we had, uh, you know, we really shut ourselves in a hole. We didn't, we didn't get the ball distributed <clears throat> like we normally have. I mean, if you look at our our season, you know, ball distribution is a huge part of our success on offense. Uh, you know, our ability to spread the ball around throughout our perimeter, get everybody involved. Uh, you know, we didn't we didn't accomplish that um, against the against the Forty ers Coach, you mentioned penalties, you know, and, and there were there were obviously a lot this year. How much of penalties are, you know, especially on the offensive line, like a technique type, you know, the way the technique is coached uh, within the system? How much of penalties is that? How, how much? How much penalties are technique? No, like like you know, how much you know in terms of like you know the, the reason for the penalties? How much goes? Is, do you think is should be blamed on technique that's coached? So the coaching and the technique and, and, and that equates to a penalty. Yeah, like does uh, it? Yeah, uh, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
we don't coach, you know, we don't coach techniques to equate to penalties, I, I guess. <laughs> right. If that's what you're asking me. No, I mean, I'm just saying, know, like, is, penalties is... and categories. I mean, you have mm-hmm. you have pre-snap penalties, which are, you know, those are all those are all focused. There's no reason to have a pre-snap penalty, um, you know, before the ball snaps. You know, so that that's 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 a focus. You know, that that goes down to you know the discipline and everything that goes into pre-snap. And then we have the combative penalties, and you know, those are um, p- penalties that we we break into two different categories. You know, for for instance, in, in, you know, offensive holding. You know, um, we view offensive holding in the pass game differently than we do in the run game. You know, there's absolutely no reason to have a hold in the run game because uh, it's simple math. Um, if you got your hands outside and you feel like you're losing a block or your feet are beat, you, you know, it's, you take the minus two gain and burst the minus 10. Uh, but in the pass game, there's, there's more things that could come on. So, you know, uh, more negatives that can go wrong. Uh, so, so you look at holding, you know, as far as a pass protection differently than you do in run blocking. So, Am I answering your question? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, Coach. Uh, I mean, it's just a it, it's an age old question, right? In terms of you know penalties, is it on players? Is it on is it on coaches? Obviously, I mean, I've heard you a hundred times say how much you guys emphasize it. Is the thing that maybe gets lost sometimes is you know if you get beat, you may commit a penalty. It's not that you're coaching it incorrectly. It's not that you're not emphasizing it, but. And I'm not saying it's a lack of talent thing, but in, in a matchup, if you get beat, you might grab, you might hold, and may, maybe maybe it's just a, a matchup issue on that particular play. How much does that weigh into it? Well, I mean, these are all good points, uh, but you know, you're looking at a lot of plays just in one game to to say this. You know, it isn't like all ten of our penalties or all fourteen of our penalties came down to a bad matchup. Uh, yeah. So was the matchup part of it? Uh, you know, I, I think that, that that could be it. But you know, there's there, there's plays. You know, obviously you can't you can't help everybody. You know, when you have matchups that you may be concerned about. Not that I felt like we needed to help a lot of our players, but there's you know there's stress points in in every play. Uh, there's a stress point in in every in, in every protection. If there's no stress point in a schematic protection, trust me, this game's been going on for a hundred years. Everybody would be running the same one protection that had no stress points. So. I mean, so that's that's part of the beauty of the game of football because it's eleven coordinated individuals, you know, on every single play. So, and I think the biggest thing with penalties too. And in, 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 hey, I just sat here for three days talking to eighty-five players, and you know, number one, number one priority was the discipline and the penalties. And it's you know whether it's technique, you know, the pre-snap ones are the the ones that we totally have to eliminate. You know, just get rid of that. Because um, I mean, there's just there's no need for that. And I think a part of that, you know, you, it goes deeper. We got to look at, you know, the cadence variations that we're using. You, you know, we have a young center that needs to take another step. So there's there's a lot of different variables. It's not it's not just one. And I, I think at the end of the day, and I'm not um, trying to uh, take the penalty focus down because it will be a primary focus for us. But you know, you're talking about one one less penalty a game, maybe or two two less penalties a game. And you know, and that puts you in the top ten ranking. So I mean, it's not that we're, yeah, you know, oh my God, we got a long ways to go. But you know, oh my God, yes, it did shoot us. It, it hurt us in, in the most important game of the, of the year, and that's the tournament. And, and I definitely yeah, there's, there's a pattern because of our numbers. But you know, there's some other distinct patterns too. And and I, I talked about this a little bit um, at the press conference yesterday. You know, every, trust me, everything everything is collected as far as the data. 
for evaluation. You know, I'm talking about every play at practice, the pace of the play. You know, all those details are in place here. Uh, we're very fortunate with the analytics, you know, structure we have here. But the thing that doesn't add up about this particular team is is our mental mm. evaluation is is pretty darn high. I mean, this is one of the better teams I've coached as far as missed assignments and, and mental errors. Uh, and, and I'm talking on a 15-year scale. So, in using your your make your your mental errors and MAs missed assignments. Uh, they usually run parallel to your your penalty numbers, and that's not the case. So you know we you know we look at it every week. I mean I, I talk about penalties every Monday in a team meeting. So obviously we're not spending enough time on our our penalty prevention you know emphasis, and in particularly in our in some of our fundamental drills. To your question earlier, so those are the things that uh, are all part of the evaluation, and you know and it's and it's as simple as okay we spend five minutes on Thursday on it, or we're going to spend. 15 minutes spread out on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So that's what this really equates to because, right. you know, it's how much time do you spend in, in each area to improve your football team. And, and yes, you're making a great point here. We're, we're going to spend more time on getting rid of these penalties because they, they need to go down, you know, you know, at least two penalties a game. Mike McCarthy here on The Fan. Uh, Coach, uh, did it ever bother you when after the games – uh, the players would point the finger at the officials. We're sitting here saying, well, you didn't play well enough, and there was a lot of other reasons, and you didn't lose because of the officials and just one play. It shouldn't have come down to that. You know, Don't make excuses. Have some accountability. Did you ever feel that way uh, when that was some of the post-game reaction from, from the team? Um, I'll say this. You know, we, we, have, we have building blocks. Um, you know that, that we talk about. You know, refer to quite frankly, and availability and accountability is, is, is one of the key ones. You know, what I've learned with this job is, you know, there, there's things that get said after games that you know you, you have to you have to you know give it 24 hours. So, and I, and I think that's clearly the beauty of of the Monday team meetings and the Monday evaluation process. You know, because um, even the players, you know, kid around with me. You know, our victory Monday. Um, when we do win and we have a victory run, the players still work and they're, they're not totally off, which is, you know, what, the way some people do it because you still have to, you still have to go through it. And mm-hmm. my point is the accountability process is, is in place and it's constant with us. So yeah, does a get did a guy or two make a comment about officiating after a game in, in some of our games this year? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Probably. But I, you know, as far as how we address, we don't, we don't blame officials for outcomes of games, you know, now, have we been frustrated coming out of a game because because of some things that went on and, and maybe officiating was part of it? Absolutely, but that's that's the game of football. Uh, and, and, and let's be honest, it's you know tongue in cheek here. I mean, you're doing your job if you 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 get the individuals that have to answer questions after games that just to say something. So yeah. I mean, you know, if a guy gives an honest answer, speaking from the heart after a game, and then you know they has a chance to. You know, take a step back and you know speak with his mind the next morning. I, I think I think we have to understand that that's that's professional sports and and there's definitely a discipline in that. There's an experience in that. Um, hey, you guys are great guys and everything, but trust me, you're you're the last people I want to talk to right after the game. You know, that, that's definitely, you know, job responsibility is you know checking a box. But, but I, do, I do understand, you know. It's part of it, and our players do too, and I think our players do a good job. I think our players here, you know, I've worked at a few places in this league. You know, the demands that are on our players are second to none, and I, th- I think they do an outstanding job with it. And uh, But, yeah, is there going to be a comment or two a year? 
um, that they have to, you know, st- you know, step back the next day. Yes, absolutely. But you know, if you want to, if we're in the compare and everything, you know, our, our players do a great job compared to, you know, their volume of responsibility in this area compared to, you know, their their peers. That's for sure. That's without a doubt. And I, you know, I worked at a place that's pretty popular here before I got to Dallas. I've always wanted to ask you about that, you know, not that you came from, you know, a, a JV high school job. Uh, you're, you're with the legendary program winning a title with the Packers. But is there – what's different or, or, or something really unique about coaching the Cowboys, Mike, that you were like, okay, I, I didn't know it was going to be like this. Like, what what has what separated what, what separated from your Green Bay um, spotlight being the head coach of the Cowboys? Anything, like, clearly jump out? I mean, there's a number of things. I think the biggest thing is, and I think it's like any job uh, that you would compare to the Cowboys. I mean, I mean, it's 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 so unique. Um, you know, just the way the you know the, the structure, uh, just the, the fanfare is 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 intense. I mean, it, it's you know it's it's intense in Green Bay, but th- this is you know this this is unbelievable here. The passion, uh, the people you know that have for the Dallas Cowboys, and but you're also in a uh, you know you're in a in a great sports city here too. I mean, it's just I mean high school football here is just off the chart. I mean, so I mean just the whole environment and how the Dallas Cowboys is are so embedded in, into this community here is, uh, it, you know, that's, that's super special, but there's a, there's a lot of things here. Um, you know, the thing I love about it is the people, I mean, you got, you got people here that have been here a long time and, and are obviously very good at what they do, but you know, it's, uh, you know, their passion to get back to, to, to the championship and, and bring the trophy home. And, and, and frankly, that's all I'm in it for. I mean, you know, I've, you know, once you hold the trophy, there's 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 nothing else like it. There's you know, going to playoffs is just you know, like I said, uh, I think we talked about this last week. Last week, you know, the, the playoffs is the starting line. So, and you know, obviously we didn't we didn't get past the first leg, but uh, you know, it's all about winning championships, and, and this place uh, you know has a chance to do it like none other. Coach, I want to ask you about the final play. I know you went into detail uh, about it yesterday, but in terms of like the call, is that? Was that a does that the set play from the sideline? Was there anything Dak changed at the line of scrimmage to uh, I don't want to say go rogue, but you know make that uh, himself? Uh, there's no there's no rogueness. It's 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 a it's a it's a play. You know it's a, it's a last two situation. So we're we're down to our last two plays of the game. Uh, it's, it's all sequence. You you have you have play calls that are laid out from the you know the forty yard line to the thirty, then from the thirty to the ten. I mean, so it's all practice rehearsed. Um, you know. The last segments of the you know, plays of the game were laid out no different than a red zone plan or a third down plan, your two-minute plan. So, yeah, so as far as um, what we were expecting, uh, you know, they were in a sideline defense, which when you look at the film, you know, they, they were protecting the sidelines uh, because we had actually run two sideline offensive plays prior to that uh, to move the ball mm-hmm. down to the you know 40-plus where, where currently we were there. there. And um, so with that, you know, having a being above the 13 seconds, you know, puts us in a in a tight clock, you know, situation. And uh, and so versus that defense, that's exactly the call you want. You want the quick step, quick three step drop pass, or the draw. And, and based on how they they lined their D lineman, you know, what you know, Armstead's about six six nine, you know, and he's playing the jumper position, you know, looking for the quick pass. You know, the draw is the right call there. So it's a you know, Kellen. Kellen sent it in, and, and the draw check was appropriate. And um, so as far as the play and the execution, you know, um, 
everything was intact. You know, just sitting here yesterday with Dak going through it, you know, moving forward, we got to you know, probably put a 10-yard limit on the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he, you know, he was he was aggressive there. But the mechanics at the end is was, is really the breakdown of the play. So, right. uh, and that's, you know, something that we've obviously had a lot of conversation and that's, you know, something that's, you know, it's uh, is a big, you know, it's it's part of the outcome. So uh, we we got to learn from it. I I think the conversation with everybody that needs to be involved is is there, and it's it's clearly unfortunate we didn't have an opportunity to take a shot, you know, at the end zone because you know it's clearly a better play selection or play opportunity from the you know twenty five yard line than it is from the forty forty two yard line. I saw a video of, I think it was the Ravens, where they had basically the same play and, you know, the official got there a little bit quicker, tapped the ball. Should we, should they, like, change how, how the process is done from an officiating standpoint? Just the trailing to, ref. The is trailing there too much ref. onus, Coach, on the trailing ref being Michael Johnson sprinting up there? <laughs> I'm not trying to get you in trouble with the league, but, you know, uh, we, we did see the overhead shot of a 15, 20-yard sprint versus, you know, maybe a sideline official coming in horizontally uh, who sees the spot of the ball and can maybe be there faster. Uh, technically, it was a 28-yard spread. So. <laughs> hey, he, he clocked it. <laughs> he measured it. <laughs> I would measure uh, it to the 40 time. No, I, I think just in, in conversation, I mean, it's it's definitely something that'll be part of their training tape. Um, you know, it's 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 definitely has made us, you know, take a step back and evaluate. You know, that, you know, what, what can we make? What can we do better so the referee can have a cleaner? You know, maybe open up the a gap. You know, so. You know, if he is in a 28-yard full sprint, there's a little more room for him to go right through there, you know, so he doesn't run into the quarterback. So all those things were talked about. Um, and that's, you know, unfortunately for us, I, I think um, the teams in that situation and, and the officials in that situation will be will, will be better prepared. Coach, uh, I, w- I want to ask you your reaction and see if you think it's a fair – probably the number one criticism – of you is Mike McCarthy needs to improve as a game manager. Those situations dealing with the clock. How fair, unfair do you think that that main criticism of you is? Oh, I don't agree with it um, because, you know, obviously I know the, you know, the specifics of why the decisions that were made um, were made. Uh, So, I mean, we, and uh, we don't we don't have time for all this, but we could go through every one of them, and there's there's a clear reason why. Now, was you know there was a mistake made um, in the Charger game. There, you know, we had a, we had a substitution there um, there at the end. Um, so with sub, dealing with the substitution mistake, um, and then the clock that we were all viewing from up, up there on, on our sideline did go off the board. We had to recalibrate, and then we just you know obviously kicked a field goal and won the game. But um, so you know that was a we had a substitution there there uh, that that created that situation. But you know when you go through other decisions, um, to, you know, I think I don't know. Well, I thought I talked to you guys about this before, but anyways, I think in every situation involving um, you know timeouts and things like that, there's usually you know there's usually a conservative option or, or an aggressive option. No, no different with fourth downs. To me, they all are. All, all in the same category. So if you take a conservative option like not calling a timeout before the Philadelphia game because you're worried about their pass rush when you're when they're backed up because we did give up a sack fumble early in the game, you take a conservative you know option there. I mean it doesn't make you wrong, you know. And if you look at the way the game concluded, our defense was in command of the game, so it's 
end up being the right decision. So, um, so I think if you go through the specifics of it, I'd talk game management with anybody. Uh, I'd put our process up against anybody. Uh, we've got a really good crew here that in the, I think our, our in-game communication is, is, is excellent. Um, so uh, I think the people that do know, uh, particularly in league circles, you know, we, we're, we're on a game management um, conference call every Wednesday night uh, with, a, with a group of people in, it, in that area. So uh, there's a lot that goes into it. But as you know, it's, it's about execution on game day. And I think we have a very healthy process. Um, and our, our guys are well prepared. My disappointment is for as much time as we spend on it, uh, you know, particularly in, in season Friday and Saturday, uh, you know, we even gone back to, you know, we did a bunch of it more than I ever have in the spring and the OTA. So, and I just believe in ROI, you know, the return on investment is, is we're only going to be better moving forward. And, and um, I think part of being a leader is you, you take the, you take the, uh, you take the hits when things don't go wrong and you spread the credit around when it goes right. And that's, that's a part of my management style always has been. And, and I, I think I got a lot of dents because of it, but I, I feel it's part of being a good leader. Coach, final thing here. Um, it just seemed like after the New England game, uh, the offense was humming. It was it was like, you know, Dak was an MVP candidate. Uh, he has the calf injury. And then just seemed like some things changed. Was, th- was there like a lingering injury? Was there a mechanical thing that changed with him? It just seemed like he wasn't as accurate, wasn't going downfield as much. Was anything different? Um, you know, it's, and it, you know, it's really that stretch here. What, Denver, Atlanta? Kansas City, you know, the Raiders. I mean, that, that, that was, you know, definitely the, the rough stretch here where we, you know, we lost three out of four. Um, but, yeah, I, I, you know, I would say no to the injury. You know, he, I mean, he's such, he's such a tough individual. You know, he wouldn't, you know, not to let you know if he, he really was hurting. Uh, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just think it was a combination of a number of things. You know, we, you know, both our running backs were dealing with injuries. Um, you know, we had some movement in, in, in the line. And I think it's just like anything in the game of football. When you do have change up front, or if there's any change in your run offense or run defense, you know we got to do a really good job of giving variation and other opportunities around that. So, and and you have to go through that. I mean, there's I haven't seen too many 16 or 17 game seasons where you're going to go cleanly through that, and that was definitely our roughest pass to get through, and it was bumpy as hell. Um, but you know, I think the biggest thing is you know we responded with uh, what four four wins and. And um, you know, then we had that tough, the tough game here against uh, Arizona. But you know, we won five of the last six, and you know, I thought we really put ourselves in good position going into the playoffs. Well, look, man, this is uh, this has been a real pleasure. Uh, all of our listeners every week talk about how much they enjoy uh, what you give us on here. Thank you for being patient with us. Try to enjoy a little bit of the off season, and we really look forward to getting you back next year here on the show. Thanks for everything, Mike. Take care. All right. Well, thank you, man. I enjoyed working with you this year. Thank you, Coach.